You gotta, you gotta flower, you gotta flower for Algernon her, basically. It's flowers for Algernon. So it's like you give the best you possibly can give with a solid hour, hour and a half. And you just relight that fire into being like, you know what? It is everybody else that's who's at fault. And like, there you go. I just gave you at least an album and a half. Yeah. All right. One dude gave Adele like five albums. All think right. Think about that. Think about that. <laughs> so just think of all the potential I just gave you right now. You're welcome. Plus, I'm taking one of the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's what happens though. But you keep updating your Instagram with selfies with the cat. (laughs) So she knows that the cat's better off with you. Boom. And then you get into a loving relationship. One that you just absolutely open yourself completely to. And that person knows you and you know her. And when those albums drop and you know they're about you, you let maybe like maybe like three months go by while she's touring and then you send her that the hex then you send her that text hey hey how's it going <laughs> just to let her know like hey I'm still here <laughs> you find this out way I'm telling you guys <laughs> he wants his album I want my goddamn album <laughs> They want the album. I want an album. I want my residual residue. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm ready. Okay. That's all. I, that's all I wanted. Okay. That one. Okay. So we'll start. Give another like 15 seconds, and we'll start. All right. <clears throat> Ten seconds. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was debating whether or not I, if I should have clapped because it's been a while since we clapped. Sorry, let me hang on. Okay. Going in. 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Andy King, and with me, of course, is my co-host, Adrian, and of course, sitting across from us in the control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everybody. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Doing pretty good, man. Solid. Yeah. Doing really well because of some good news. Big good news. Should we spoil it already or should we leave it revealed for like the main topic? Because this is big. We should wait. We should wait? Yes. I mean, it's going to be in the title, really, so we should just come out and say it, though. No, we're doing the the One Piece titles. Oh, we're doing the One Piece title? We don't don't spoil it, but in the title, we spoil it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Spoil the whole topic within the title, everything. In a sense, that is the One Piece. (laughs) (laughs) It's the spoiler. No, but big thing happening that just breaking news just six hours ago, ten hours ago? About by now, about seven hours. About now. seven yeah. hours ago, though, we have the AMPTP and the WGA have reached a deal. 
Holy shit. Yeah. After five months, man. Yes. That is huge. Finally, we got a deal. So we got an update for you guys. So just stay tuned for our second half when we actually go into the topic. But of course, first, we have to do the film news. Yep. So first going on, we have... The box office numbers for the Expendable Four it flopped with a measly eight point three million. Yeah. I mean, not surprised. I'm Did, not surprised, honestly. It has been a while since the last one, Expendable Three, and even that one didn't do that well. Like, no, has it, any real Expendable movie did that great besides for the first one? No, not really. No, because the first. I mean, okay, honestly, the first one you got you the whole '80s action stars in it, mm-hmm. so it has all that nostalgia. Like, holy shit! Sure, they're old, but. Who cares? This is an 80s action film all over again. Mm. It's something we haven't had in a long time. Then after that, I was like, okay, we got our fill. Then they could, then they three number three. I'm like, and this is compared to their first film, which released with an opening of 34.8 million. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. That's that's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And even their third one, Expendables 3, still open up with 15.8. I mean, to only open with 8.3. Damn, that's just, it's so little. At that point, why did you continue? <laughs> no, because I said the Expendables first one had the '80s action stars. Yeah, but then uh, it, they yeah. kept trying to grow the roster they here, trying to grow the roster yeah. over and over. Like, uh, they like, kept trying to make like a Marvel universe of Expendables. Yeah, they, yeah, they really tried to do that. Yeah, they tried. It's like, uh, it just doesn't work out. I mean, we yeah. we got our fill the first time, and that's all. That's all we need. Yeah, but man, I didn't think it was going to do that bad. And of course, we still got here. The Nun still going real strong, even during this week. Compared to, like, how long has a nun been out now? Wasn't it? Uh, three weeks now? Yeah, it's been yeah. three weeks out. Within the opening for the Expendable 4 coming out, the nun 2 still made $10 million. $2 million over Expendables 4 coming out. Dude. Dude, I mean, it's Halloween season, dude. <laughs> you you were talking about that shit. last time. Yeah, it's definitely Halloween stuff. season. Not a, not a bunch of old men uh, try to carry a gun. <laughs> that's true and then hit them with like their signature one-liners that like makes you go oh my god Love like I'll be back okay I would say like Sylvester Stallone in the Tulsa King fantastic yeah Expendables I don't think I could believe this man <laughs> to be that that mobile no <laughs> no I agree I absolutely agree there <laughs> or what was the other movie that he did uh, which Samaritan one? Samaritan yes. yeah yeah so <laughs> that makes sense with that yeah all right, moving over to our next topic. What we have here is Jamie Lee Curtis sets eyes on One Piece role in the second season of the Netflix adaptation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, can you guess what's the role they want her to play as or Aaron wants her to be? Yes, because she's already said what character she's wanted mm-hmm. to play. So, Dr. Kareha. Dr. Kareha. So, Tony Tony Choppers. Mentor. Yep. Man, I can see that. I can definitely see that. that but she put it out there, and I guess the... The showrunner. Yeah, Matt back. Owens, yeah. He responded back saying that once it's all it's settled. Well, yeah, once it's whole settled with the strike and everything, he's definitely going to lobby for her and start writing up the contracts yeah. for her to be in it. Because I know that she uh, that she talked about wanting to play that character. Yeah, she's a fan of the show. She's yeah. a fan of the show. But she mentioned that, like I think like last year or the year before, on a red carpet. Because mm-hmm. that was just a question that they asked her. Yeah. And she how she mentioned that her friend does the American dub of... Tony Tony Chopper. Yeah, that's a Brina Palencia, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that she wanted, and they asked her if you could cosplay as any character, what would you do? And she said, Dr. Kareha. And I mean, looking at her, like, yeah. Yeah, no, she'll perfect. That'll be perfect casting for that, even with the attitude and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I I could see her doing that. 
Oh, so I'm yeah. pretty excited on that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited with that too. It should be fun. And it's funny because like me and you, Mike, we talk about we just started all over One Piece. I know. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, After I, I was like, no, I'm After not going to do that. After we're talking so much shit, but like, no, a thousand episodes. Who's going to sit down and watch a thousand? E- no, we started it. Started it. Started all over again. So like, I'll hop into it once I'm done with the live action. And I'll <laughs> go back and start watching the animated one. I know. I got to go back and finish it with Ashley before I continue. The live it. action? But I just like... I don't like how Arlong looks. <laughs> what can you do, though? What can you possibly do? I think the thing that... It, it's either that or CG. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But it's one or the other. I think the thing that bugs me the most, though, is that these villains are supposed to, like, in anime, like, these large, intimidating statures. Yeah. And then you see them in actual, like, real life. It's, it doesn't... Yeah. It, it just doesn't hit the way. It doesn't hit the same way. Of course, it's not going to hit. Nah, we talked about this. You can't make characters 10, 11 feet tall. Something just don't translate. Yeah. You can't have, you know, you know how like misshapen they are and misproportionate their body parts in the show? You can't do that with real life. That's true. It's going to look weird. Like, imagine they're going to cheat. They're going to still try to go further and make more and more seasons of live action. Imagine when you get to Frankie. Mm. It's going to look like that shitty, you know, live action Popeye with the forearms. That's true. You see what I'm saying? And the fact that they didn't even have uh, Hachi in it yeah, is also kind of like, I get it, because how are you going to... How are you going to make... The tentacles, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you going to make a four-arm octopus person? Yeah. And still make that, you know, real-life person without going CG. Like I said, it's, it's either the CGI or you do the shitty prosthetics like they did. So, I get it. Yeah. All right, moving over to our next topic. What we have here is Warner Brothers to expand the British studio's production capacity by over 50%. Now, what this sounds like to me is they are planning to move most or overhaul at least most of their production over to their UK side. I mean, unfortunately, it makes sense. Cheaper. Cheaper. um, No unions. Yeah. Or <laughs> no. not the unions that we have to deal with over here. Yeah, not the unions we have here. They I mean they have no unions. Or I'm sorry, different unions. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's it called? It's cheaper. You know, the taxes are not ex- expensive to film, mm-hmm. which we've been seeing the last what ten years. Yeah, mm-hmm. of filmmaking. I mean, that's what they did with uh, what was it Civil War? Yeah, yeah. They ended up filming most of it over there. Mm. And this is they're claiming that this is because due to the fact that it was hugely successful to them for them to film Barbie and House of the Dragon over in the UK side, which I didn't know Barbie was filmed by the UK studios. Neither did I. Yeah. That was also very surprising to me. Honestly, it makes perfect, perfect sense because mm-hmm. uh I think they only film small portions here. Here, yeah. I think like in Venice, they only filmed like the one scene where she's skate um skating mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like it's it's showing like another thing where it's like LA and California is no longer the place to film. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, it's so so expensive. It's really expensive. I looked no, because I got curious and looked up like uh what's it co- uh, what it costs to rent out a uh, a soundstage. Mm-hmm. Bro, like they give you like it gets the pricing goes from like oh 500 bucks for, you know, a, a small studio. Mhm. But then they tack on all these charges on top of that, which kind of makes sense. You're paying for electricity, air, whatever you got to pay for. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, air conditioning. Um, But then they start tacking on the actual taxes on top of that, and it adds so much. Yeah, it really does add up. And it's unfortunately where, like, yeah, a lot of production companies are going to start probably looking to overseas 
yeah. and to having their major studios film, especially in the UK, because I know a lot of studios are now trying to open up in the UK. Yeah. As well as you got, remember, you got to pay also the unions on top of that. You got to pay for a union. Mm-hmm. Does the UK have? I mean, UK. I'm pretty sure the British do. actors have like their own union. But I'm pretty sure they do. It's just I'm pretty I'm sure pretty the pay- not, it's not heavy on the dues like we have it over here with yeah. WGA and SAG. Yeah, because like out here, if a major studio you know does filming, they have to hire all union. Mm. It's all union from yeah. top to bottom. Yeah. Over there, I'm I'm pretty sure maybe the rules are different yeah. where they don't have to hire 100 union. Or if they do, the probably it's cheaper just to do that. Yeah, it is definitely cheaper just to do that. But it's crazy. Just it, it really does feel like to me that this was a huge reaction for them to move their production studios overseas to UK due to the strikes in WJ. Like it's kind of like we're fed up and we're already doing well over here. So why do we keep working with these people? Yeah, which it sucks as well for people over here on this end. Yeah, because I mean, all the younger you know kids coming out of film school or the ones going into film school, mm-hmm. it does limit that you know yeah. that range. Do you think possibility though, if we have enough of the big studios moving out, it can leave way for the smaller studios to like start working? Dude, I hope it leads to tax breaks. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing though. Yeah, tax <laughs> breaks. Yeah, that's really the issue here. Yeah, that's where we're hoping it leads to. Where it's enough where enough studios, unfortunately, enough studios leave mm-hmm. California. Where they're like, oh shit, we need to start creating better tax incentives and tax breaks for these companies so we can yeah. bring them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean do like say you it's ridiculous I mean, to film it's ridiculous now. it's i mean i remember 10 years ago you would drive anywhere in la yeah. there's always something being filmed well i'll just remember even just for us like secure permits just to film in like big bear or anything like that it was just stupid yeah mm-hmm. it was I mean, stupid pricey compared to like how it used to be dude even just to get for the park i remember that trying to ask for the park we mm. had to go through the states to get um, yeah oh yeah we had to not even permission from the city we had to get permission from the, the state, state. And even then, they gave us restriction hours, and like it was highly restricted. Yeah, it's, it's getting way too tedious to film out yeah. here now. Yeah, so I, I definitely see why they do it. It just it really does suck. Though. Like I said, I hope it does. It affects it where it allows small studios to go up, rise up, but lower the tax and also put remove some of the restrictions. Yeah, yeah. Because I know actually one thing that's to film in LA. If you want to film the street, you got to pay to to have the street shut off mm-hmm. or closed off. You have to pay for the police department to come out there. Mm-hmm. You have to play, and depending on what you're doing, you might have to pay for fire department and paramedics. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of people you got to pay just to film one little quick thing, even yeah. like on a small street corner. Yeah, like it's it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's like it's I got to stand for like the huge heavy traffic scenes and stuff like yeah. that. But for even for someone just to two people walking on a sidewalk and having a conversation to and film it, that, you need all that whole setup. Yeah, and if you're and if you're caught doing without permits. The fines are stupid. Yeah, it is outrageously stupid. But like I said, I hope it you know it helps out for the benefit. It benefits all of us. Hopefully. All right, we're gonna take a quick break from our sponsor, and when we get back, we're gonna hit our big topic, of course, which is the WGA and AMPTP hitting a deal. But first, we got a sponsor from Audible, so we'll be right back with you guys. And we are back. Covering over our main topic tonight, what we have here is huge breaking news. Literally just like seven hours ago, a deal between WGA and AMPTP reached a tentative agreement to end the writer strike. There's finally, after five months of striking, they're finally sitting down and reaching an agreement. This is big because all the big studio heads had to show up for this. Netflix, Warner, Disney... Yes, Disney and Universal. Universal, like the all them, the personal big heads had to show up for this. Did the guy from Pure Flex show up? 
<laughs> When's the day that Pure Flex is gonna end up on that? Do you think? I'm pretty sure he was waiting outside. Just guys, you want to let me in? What about the uh, the CEO of Viacom? I think he was. Yeah, yeah, I think he might have been there actually. Yeah, probably, probably <laughs> was there too. Let's be honest. The him and man, him and Robert Deerdeck, which what? There. What about the? <laughs> <laughs> what about the CEO of Buena Vista? <laughs> now they haven't released yet because it just now struck a deal and they're having the lawyers still write up the contracts and all the agreements. Uh-huh. So they haven't fully disclosed what deals were met in this agreement, but yeah. it's pretty obvious like the WGA got everything they wanted. Yeah. Because they even said themselves they weren't going to back down ever. No. Nothing less from what they initially demanded. And it said this deal is exceptional. That's what they called it. Mm-hmm. So. It sounds like they got everything they wanted. Yeah. Which is great. Now, here's the main question, though. What about SAG? Let's... Because they struck a deal with the writers now. Yeah. And the writers can, you know, not... They really can't until everything's struck. But, you know, once the, the paperwork is, you know, all signed, they can go back to work. But they won't. Now, they specifically stated that they will not be returning to work still from the strike until SAG Afra themselves has also reached their own tentative deal. Mm-hmm. They haven't they haven't announced it when their next negotiation is, right? Yeah, is there has there been an announcement when's the next SAG Afra negotiation? I don't think they have announced that. They they might still keep this quiet as for I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how this works for like if they set up dates or like, you know, once you figure, you know, figure something out, give us a call. Mm-hmm. Let's see, right there says... Yeah, so the union said tonight that it remains on strike and in a statement urged the AMPTP that to get back to the table with the actors to achieve the necessary terms for it. So it seems like there still isn't a discussed return to date for their deal. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty soon now that the WGA has struck a deal. Because... Directors, DJ has their deal. Writers have their yeah. deal. Now we're just all waiting for the actors now. Yeah. yeah. So they've been on 73 days yeah. so far. Damn. That's a... Yeah, it's pretty long. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. And what writers have been on for a 146? 43. 143 days. Damn. This is the longest one, right? Yep. This is the longest one that they've gone. Man, like, I, I really want to know exactly what was discussed in this deal to like who who actually finally sat down ampt all the studio heads like all right we need to get our asses together our shit together i want to say it was probably some of the other studio heads Mm -hmm. that were telling whoever is stalling to get over it yeah and i was like you need to hurry the fuck up because we're bleeding right now i for some reason i want to believe it's universal pushed it Universal. So Universal was very, or no, not Universal. Um, I want to believe that Warner Brother pushed it. Warner, because Warner Brother was was uh, very vocal on how much they were losing a day mm-hmm. and how much they were losing total. They, here's a, they probably slapped the shit out of of Disney. Uh, Disney, do you think Disney was the person holding everything up? Oh, I, probably one hundred percent. I believe that one hundred percent. Where they're the ones that like, no, no, no I, don't, I don't like. We don't deal. like this deal. We don't like this at all. I think either him. And Netflix. Netflix? Netflix yeah, yeah, I feel like Netflix would be Yeah, because Netflix was the one, like, the main focus with all of this was surrounding Netflix was and streaming. the streaming rights. Yeah. yeah. So. Dude, what's amazing is that no, 
for the longest time, no one respected Netflix at all. Yeah. And now they're the big, now they're the big boy. Yeah. They're the mm-hmm. big boy. Who's honestly in charge of everything right now. Cause ever since everything's moving to streaming, everyone's kind of modeling after them. Yeah. So they have the huge lead in that where they already understand the model that everyone's trying to copy. But man, the strike has been going on for so long. It's costed the state of California $5 billion. Yeah. During this 143 days of striking. Dude, like I said, I've never seen the way LA is. I mean, other than, you know, our other issues there. Mm -hmm. But for filming wise, bro, like I said, obviously like almost every, every couple blocks there's a studio. Yeah. Dude, like I said, when I drove through there for work, goddamn, it was like a, it was odd. It was just dead. It was not, I mean, it was, I mean, obviously the streets are moving, but I'm talking about like, you, you see there like an entire parking lot where normally it's either half empty or nearly empty of, you know, of trucks. Yeah. The semi trucks for filming. Mm-hmm. Dude, every single one parked. It's cars. Just parked the entire lot filled with semi trucks, filled with, the, uh, with the, uh, what's it called? The trailers, mm. uh, just packed. Damn. Because that means they're not out they're there. They're not out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're all filled up. Man, that really sucks. I mean, hopefully, I I really do hope that the SAG-AFRA doesn't hold things up further long. Nah. But at the same time, do you see them like, well, WGA got their deal. Do you think we can get a little extra now? Because now everything's waiting on us. Do you think they're going to try to push up the, you see what I'm saying? Uh, I, mean, I don't try know. Try to get more out of this deal than what they should. I hope they, they don't, don't get, get greedy. Yeah. And I'm hoping they don't get greedy, but at the same time, I don't hope they don't get stupid with the AI, with asking for the uh, um, buying the likeness of a person. Okay. That, yeah, because the AI really, out of this whole issue that they had with AI, it really was the thing that was going to affect the most out of the actors. Yeah. Because I'm hoping what they don't do, what the studios don't do, is change up. Because remember, originally they were talking about only giving a hundred bucks or a day rate mm-hmm. to buy a likeness. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping what they don't do is up that charge. Like, okay, fine. The minimal charge is five grand per likeness. Okay. Where they still do their, they're likeness. still doing the likeness. They're just now willing to pay out more. Yes. You wanted the likeness completely out. I wanted that completely out because at that point you're going after the desperate actor, mm-hmm. the one actor who's you know who came to L.A. chasing their dream, mm-hmm. doing a you know. Unfortunately, he's not getting the jobs he wants. And all of a sudden, you know, the studio's like, well, we see you're struggling. Here's five grand. Give us your likeness and no, you'll be good. And that's it. That one time pay and they're done. And they're done with that. Yeah. That's where I'm hoping they don't do that. Yeah. I, I do see that, unfortunately, becoming more and more of a thing. Yeah. So I'm really hoping they don't cave into like s- stupid things like that. Yeah. Same. Like uh, it's and it's hard to not to. Yeah. yeah. Because when you're a starving artist. $5,000 is a lot of money to be shown to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the long run, that 5000 is probably dropping the bucket from the extra like 500000 mm-hmm. that they're going to save. Yeah. Then from having to pay you and then place you in just whatever. Mm-hmm. And that just feels weird. Or they put in the contracts saying that, you know, we'll buy your likeness, but they verbally tell you, you know, it's mainly for extras and that's it. Yeah. But that means if they have your likeness and you actually, you know, mm-hmm. get more acting roles. Guess what? They could actually use your likeness yeah. again. Yeah. And it's not you who auditioned that they liked. It was the AI. Yeah. 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 And then my also my second concern is also due to the fact that if they are going to be willing to pay out on the higher residuals for streaming services, when they're producing these content, these movies specifically for streaming services, do you think this is going to affect their budget in the long run? 
now that they're going to have to think about reducing budget to pay out more. Because you know themselves, yeah. the executives are not going to decrease their salaries. They're still going to get their $150, $200 million bonuses. That's no matter what. How much a company is taking, yeah. they're always going to keep on to those. So do you think that now they have to pay out more, they're going to pay less or have less open budgets and tell them, well, this is what you got. You got your payout. Now you have to work. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also see them doing a putting up films on streaming for a lot uh for a lesser time. Okay. So instead of being on there for a couple of years, yeah. We we might even get them just for a year and that's it. And we might I honestly I think we might see a return of DV, uh Blu-rays. Blu-rays? We might see a return of those things. I don't know, man. A physical media uh a film or something like that, we might get those back because if I, you're not paid if you have to pay for uh for the stream especially like depending on what yeah, the yeah. contract dictates yeah either it's per stream per hour per whatever it may be mm-hmm. uh or it's just how long it's on there mm-hmm. uh if the studio says you know screw it you know it's too expensive to keep it on here yeah. see I can see the increase in digital downloads I see more companies trying to move towards that I, oh, I yeah. unfortunately do see physical media do becoming obsolete unfortunately. You would, I would normally, I would say no, but vinyl cassettes are back. Yeah, but still technically an obsolete form of media. Yeah, no, no, it's I, just, I know, I know that. But yeah, what, you know, you see what I'm saying, right? No, yeah. no, I get it. But you know, I can I'm, see Blu rays becoming like vinyls, yes. becoming collectors, a collector's type of item. Yeah. But they're no longer the main push for businesses trying to make money. You see what I'm saying? Remember, DVD releases were like, the shit for making money. That was the bread and butter of how these companies made money. Yeah. So I don't see that happening. I see them still producing them, but I see them having, I see them moving more towards the digital download. Okay. I see. You see I, what I'm saying? I get, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get, okay. So yeah. So I see them do that then. I see them doing the whole, di- uh, the buy now before, you know, it's on streaming. Exactly. Yeah. But for a lot longer time now. So yeah. So it's going to hold out. It's going to wait out a lot longer. Yeah. So instead of being for one month, it might be for three months of, you know, pay for it. Yeah. Before you can even, stream it mm-hmm. and even then we might have to wait it out again a lot longer exactly like that so i definitely see that becoming more prevalent but i do wonder if this will affect budgets in the future coming for films it's- or especially where we're going to get a lot more concentrated because films now are a lot of films now are being made for direct streaming they're not even being made for in the theaters anymore yeah mm-hmm. Is it is it gonna affect? Do you think it might affect? Because this this all caters to the union here in the in the U.S. a lot, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Will this affect if they decide to let's say Netflix? Because they already said they will is uh, film more things in Korea or film things overseas. You know, you think about like them moving to a lot more doing foreign productions. If that's gonna affect, you know, payouts, they might change out the budget because they don't have to pay as much pay out as much if they are you know it, it really depends like i do unfortunately do see netflix overestimating the korean market for filming yeah we get this big bust like squid games or like these um these korean dramas they're big but do you think if they try moving their productions over there do you think their ideas like well american audiences are just gonna swoop over and constantly watching this that's it's like, see, it's, i don't i don't see it happening like that don't see. I think like they're that, overestimating it. But then again, they're. I mean, they kind of do kind of things kind of rash. They yeah, just, they do things rash and radical like that. Yeah, so so. I, I do see them making that stupid decision. But it's like, yeah, you like your every once in a while Korean foreign films, but you, 
everyone around here eventually gets tired of constantly having to sit there and read subtitles, right? Yeah. 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 yeah so I, I don't see that as a main viability for income in the long run. Mm-hmm. If you want to try to move most of your production over to a foreign nation or like a foreign country yeah. unless you expect that foreign country to also pick up that viewership yeah you right. see what i'm saying yeah because yeah. i said unfortunately with the these executives only see uh money they see numbers that's all they don't mm. see they see money they see money and patterns in the short term yeah they that's what they see they just see that and they don't see an actual you know art form or they don't see you know anything in the long run long yeah yeah because i mean they like i said they have a Every quarter, they have to meet a certain criteria, uh, you know, a number. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's what they see. Like, oh, if we're not reaching that number, then we're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Versus the long, the long run, where okay, we could gain the audience slowly. You know, we get what we want slowly. Mm-hmm. No, we need it right now. See, I would hope something like this would open the door for more international collaborations, like what we get with like um, that one Korean director with like Snowpiercer yes. and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I would hope. This oh, no, would that's push what I want more. Yeah, okay. more. You know, where you have like. British actors working with a Korean production company mm-hmm. using like, you know, American direct, using that, that cross yeah. mix of like international production, trying to create pieces. I like more of that stuff. A24 yeah. does a lot of that. So if they just cut down the budget on CEO bonus checks, <laughs> yeah, this could be possible. Mm. But it, I, I mean, I also think about this right now is it does open the door for a lot of smaller studios that know how to work with smaller budgets. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, I'm, for, I'm not. I don't want to shit talk like other productions, but sometimes when they have a higher budget, they get too comfortable and they don't think about it. Because like, well, we can just off put this to like so and so VFX company, or yeah. we're not. We don't need to sit here and plan our shots because someone else we can pay for them to do. Fix that. it in post. Yeah, it becomes. Yeah, the more bigger the budget is, the, the more you lean into fix it in post. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping that I mean, I was not hoping, but I'm seeing if it does happen this way where they do less in the budget, I'm hoping at least the smaller companies or people at least know how to handle smaller budgets mm. create better work. Yeah. I mean, that's optimistic, right? That's just optimism. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like Mike, do you think this deal is going to become a good thing for the film industry or do you think this is going to cause more problems down? Like, yeah, we finally get kind of a deal struck, but do you think people are going to be happy with this? I mean, I think for a little bit, it's going to, I think for a little bit, it's going to cause a little bit of uproar, mm-hmm. but ultimately the number of revenue that's generated, mm-hmm. the money is there. Like if we're talking about like where streaming services were added and the film industry as a whole of all studios made a collective of like the four, six billion dollars mm-hmm. that it was before. And not like the $30, $40 billion that it is now. Yeah. I think then it would have been a problem. But $30, $40 billion and somehow you can't pay a writer to be able to afford health care is stupid. I think at that point is like the solution is there. The money is there. Your reasoning for saying, oh, we can't pay them because we can't afford to give our writers what they want mm. while also paying our board members their bonus checks. I mean, we got to think about the board members. Mm. Like your 10 board members to the 11,000 is just a stupid number for you to say, oh, we just, we can't, we can't afford, afford it. it. We can't afford to pay these 11,000 workers. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. It's, yeah. So even, the even only problems it's going to make is going to be the ones that are holding the big CEOs, the board members, the ones that are holding in power currently. Mm. 
and have stalled and bitched and moaned about dragging their feet, mm-hmm. about paying a decent wage for hard work, it's going to be a problem for them. Yeah. For everyone else, as a movie industry, I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. With streaming services continuing to expand as it is now, mm-hmm. like the money is there. Yeah. So I don't see any excuse whatsoever for there to suddenly be like, oh man, well, the money is there. Now. It's, I don't know where it went. It just, it just disappeared. It's like, too expensive now. So we just had to move to Korea. <laughs> like, <laughs> what about you, Adrian? Do you think it's going to become a good thing or do you think it's caused more problems in the long run? I mean, it's so hard to. It, Short term, or do you think it's going to be a cyclical thing? This is going to be a constant thing, you know. It's 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 going to be what's it called a, uh, what's it called pendulum? Okay. Swing. It's, it's, it's going to swing back and back forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Where it's going to be good for one moment, bad for another. Then one thing's like, oh, all right, we got to fix it up. Good, then bad. It's one thing's. Like, it, I think that's what's supposed to happen. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. It's. I want to say this is going to help out with a lot of things in the long run, especially help with the transition to streaming because. Whether you like it or not, that's going to be the future of where media is going to be coming from. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a lot less in the theaters and a lot less of DVDs and Blu-rays and more of just literally straight to your th- home, straight to your TV. Yeah. Hoping no more shitty movies. <laughs> yeah. Dude, come on. There's going to be plenty of those. So no matter what, no matter what era of the film industry or timeline you're in, there's going to be shit movies all the time. Mm-hmm. That's just a given. No, we don't need more shark versus something. <laughs> Yeah, Sharknado versus I think what was it? The most recent one that I saw was like zombie sharks. Yeah, or like Sharkosaurus and Shark the Pussy. You know that, those weird things like yeah, that. We, yeah. Me and Anthony went through an entire list. Yeah, we went through a whole uh, list of those. It, it was, was funny. Yeah, it was funny and just sad. <laughs> we don't need them, but they're still gonna be there. Oh yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about the WGA and AMPTP reaching a deal? Do you love it? Do you hate it? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on the Next Unit YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextgenerpro.com forward slash red pan podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put out episodes every wednesday for audio listeners you can find the red band podcast on itunes amazon music spotify iHeartRadio, and of course our website which i'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast and as usual before we fully close out Mike has those last end notes for you guys yes all the different ways you can be able to listen to us including the Apple podcast include uh, the Apple podcast oh yeah that's what it is Yeah, Apple Apple podcast okay Apple podcast including iTunes I think we're also on there but head on over to the Apple podcast and look for the screaming microphone and the red band podcast R-E-D-B-A-N-D. I know everyone gets kind of a little bit confused. of like, Ribbon, what is that? Well, Red Watch, Band. Just go on YouTube and type in Red Band Trailer. And then you'll know. And be like, oh, I get it. Because it's uncensored. Like these guys giving you news. Uncensored. <laughs> I get it. Oh, shit. I get it now. So head on over there and type in Red Band. Okay. Red Band Podcast. And consider leaving us a five-star review because we'd really appreciate it. And consider sharing it with a friend or family that you think would enjoy it on their morning commute or afternoon commute or evening commute or someone that you know that's in the industry that may want to listen to it and just listen to some guys who have had some experience and, you know, may want to hear somebody rant about similar experiences. So 
head on over, send it to them so that we can get a little more information as far as information that you think we haven't covered or you think we should cover, let us know. Where you can be able to find us as well on YouTube. You can be able to subscribe to future videos where you can watch these podcast episodes on the live. The current season right now has kind of been uh, kind of so-and-so. What? With live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been... But on and off, yeah. Yeah, but you can still watch previous seasons where we are live, and we do actually have something big coming soon. Can't mention it yet. It's a little bit uh, premature, but we'll let you guys know when it is done. But keep a lookout because something new is coming in the next coming weeks. So head on over there, subscribe so that you can catch what's coming, and so that way you can be able to share with friends and family exactly what it is we're revealing because I think you guys are really going to like it because working hard on it and we really want you to see it's pretty nice it's pretty nice it's pretty awesome it's pretty freaking sweet it's pretty, it's pretty goddamn awesome actually it's pretty fucking amazing <laughs> but as of course our patreon account that we also have can't forget that head on over for the patreon account and consider subscribing to that as well because we do have different packages to choose from where you can be able to listen to uncut episodes like these because a lot of stuff that we say beforehand uh, ends up getting cut because you know sometimes it's either off topic or it's just weird or just absolute heinous shit or it's just mike or it's just me yep. a majority of the time that these episodes are cut down is a majority of just because of mike just me like this episode is probably going to be like 35 minutes but uncut's probably going to be an hour 20 yeah yeah yeah. yeah there's a lot to cut out because yes. of mike so yeah hey <laughs> you know the the irony that i said hour 20 i'm looking at the time and it's like hour 18 yeah. <laughs> so hey yeah so head on over there so you'll be able to listen to those uncut versions and you know, gasp in absolute horror at the heinous shit that I'd be saying. Or don't. But please do. <laughs> but head on over and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. Alright guys, you heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Later, taters. <laughs> <laughs>